0: The Haftarah for Parsha Shemini is taken from Shmuel Be'ez. Perik eh, Vav Pasak Aleph Perik Pasak zayin. Svardim and Temanim hold a little bit of a shorter haftara. But let's go through what the uh, haftara discusses here. So there's four main points that emerge here, and it ties beautifully into this week's Parsha. There's really three sections in the Haftarah itself, and then we'll say one final point. The Haftarah discusses how David HaMelech had decided that the time had come to return the Aron to its rightful place in Yerushalayim. If you remember earlier in Sefer Shmuel, Plishtim had stolen it in the days of Eli. They were punished and they returned it, and it was being held in the house of a fellow whose name was Avinadov. So David HaMelech instructs Uzzah and Achior, the children of Avinadov, to guide a wagon with uh, cattle pulling the wagon to bring the Aaron back. In an unfortunate turn of events, the animals shift a little bit, and Uzzah thinks that the Aaron's about to fall, and he makes as to catch the Aaron. Hashem strikes him dead, and this is a black mark on an otherwise, what should have been a joyous day. The Aaron does not make it to Yerushalayim, to its destination, and instead, temporarily, it is held in a place, called, uh, a house of a fellow, whose name is Ovid at. Oved, Oved, a fellow whose name is Oved, Oved, Agiti. Um, after a few months, David Amelech sees, this is the second point, that there's great bracha happening to Oved. And um, he decides now is time to bring the Arun back. And this time he's actually successful in bringing the Aaron back. And in route, he's dancing with all of his strength. And Michal Bas Shaul, who's his wife and the daughter of Shaul Amelech, the previous king, sees him dancing like this, she looks at it in a negative way, like he's disgracing himself. David HaMelech dancing like, like a, he, the way she says it is like a foolish person. David HaMelech hears her criticism, and he says, I would disgrace myself even more because I'm dancing in front of Hashem. And he speaks strongly against her, and it's a klala, she no longer is able to bear children until the day she died. And the final point of the Aftara, third point is that at a certain point, David Amalek decides that he should build the Beis HaMikdash. Why should the Aaron, although it's in Yerushalayim, be in a little chamber, should build the proper location for it and then restore it to its former glory, put the Aaron back in, in the Beis HaMikdash? Um, but HaKadosh commands him through Nasan Navi that it's not the time, he's not the appropriate builder, his son Shlomo HaMelech will build it, and then the Aaron will be placed into the Beis HaMikdash. Now the, th- the common theme over here, which is beautiful and it ties into this week's parsha, is that the Haftar is telling us the same message of the Kriya of the Day. message of the Kriya of the Day, a parsha shmini is you have these two great tzaddiki, and Rashi tells us they were even greater than Moshe Nahara, Nadav and Afiyu. And on the day that they inaugurate the Mishkan, which is a very joyous day, they decide that there's a certain karban that they want to bring on their own in order to serve Hashem. Certainly they had only the purest of intent. They go and bring this karma and the stricken dead because they didn't—they weren't instructed to do so, or other is explained differently. But the point is, they had great intention. They wanted to do sacrifice. This would be a high level of Oedas Hashem. The only mistake was, this was not instructed by Hashem. This was not the Ritzon Hashem. It made sense to them, but it was the wrong thing to do. Each part of this haftara is the same theme. Right. David Amelach instructs Uzzah and Achio to schlep the aron back. It made sense to Uzzah, right, that the aron's about to fall, but that's not the Ritzon Hashem ultimately. The Ritzon Hashem is to recognize, as the Gemara Insight explains to us, if it could carry itself, so certainly you don't need to support it. That's the Ritzon Hashem. So it looks like you're doing something virtuous in trying to support it, but that's not the Ritzon Hashem. The second point is is that David Amelach criticizes Michal Bashol his wife, because she criticized him. How could you dance like a foolish person in front of the Aaron? You look foolish. Yeah, but the Ritzon Hashem, this is the Simcha for Hashem, that this is a great joyous day in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So my dancing, it's not considered something foolish because the will of Hashem is that I will act this way. I'm celebrating the joy of Hashem. And the final point is HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, yeah, you want to build the Beis HaMikdash, but that's not my will. My will ultimately is not that you build the Beis HaMikdash, your son Shlomo HaMelech, whatever the Cheshbon was. The message that emerges from the Haftarah and from the Kriya is even if something makes sense to us, that this looks like some sort of a virtuous, acceptable, and encouraged service of Hashem, that's not how we act. We act based on what is the Ritzon Hashem ultimately. Very often we can know that from looking into the halacha. There are certain situations maybe we want to go over the top. Well, is that the will of Hashem or not? If it's not, it's the worst thing. It's baltoisif. It's horrible. If it is the ritzon Hashem, so then wonderful. David HaMalach says, I would dance with even more kayach. Because not only is this not inappropriate, this is the greatest ritzon Hashem. But ultimately, whatever is the ritzon Hashem, the desire of Hashem, that is what we do regardless if it makes sense to us or it makes sense to do more, to do less, that's not how it works. And that's the Aftarah and the Kriya of the day. As Hashem, we should be zaycha to understand this, you and to internalize it and place it into our everyday lives as well. Everybody have a wonderful Shabbos. All the best.